This is your host, Tia. This is your host, Tia. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Top 10. Why? Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Top 10 by Geek Vibes Nation. As always, I'm your host, Tia Fabi, and today, if I'm sounding just a little bit off, it was because I was at the pool all day with my family, and one thing you should know about them is they are lovely, but they are very loud talkers, and trying to get into the conversation is like playing double dutch, so... A lot of shouting today, um, but that is perfectly fine because I have my amazing co-hosts with me tonight who are going to be doing most of the talking for me. Um, Brittany, you're on tonight, and how are you? I'm doing great. I, I, I always feel like I start the podcast with talking about the cats, and it's because for some reason when I get on the phone, they instantly swarm me, and they're like, oh, this is the perfect time. You're trapped here. That happens with my animals as soon as I ever get a package in the mail. Today I got two things, and, of course, they instantly, one, swarm the boxes, and one of the things that I got was a standing laundry bag with wheels. I was very happy about it. And the cat proceeded to try to get into the bag and therefore broke the um, two sticks that were in it that caused oh. the sand in the first place. So, oh, wonderful. No. <laughs> oh, no, Tia. Oh, you love those cats, but they do not love your stuff. No, no, they don't. If you like nice things, don't have uh, pets and don't have children, apparently, because both of them tried to ruin your shit. But, um, Ryan, Ryan, you're back with us tonight. Really happy about that. How are you doing? Yo, yo, yo. Let's bring my boy Spider-Man back to the MCU. Let's start the movement. It has to happen. Suck rating Area 51. We're rating Sony Entertainment. Even if it's Disney's fault, we're still rating Sony Entertainment because they always screw something up and we still have to blame them for no reason. So let's storm Sony Entertainment. Who's with me? No one? Okay. The thing is, people love to say that um, us as fans are overreacting a little, and I would like to point out that the release the Snyder Cut movement is still going two years after the movie Justice League came out. So if that could happen, I will still be hashtag Save Daredevil and hashtag Bring Spider-Man Back to the MCU. So, just wanted Dude, to put that out there. Who Daredevil? After Marvel and now it's like Moon Knight and She-Hulk? Dude, fuck it. Dude, I've never been so excited for a streaming platform. I'm not going to lie. Tia, kick I'm him off. Excited. Kick him off no. right now. I will say I'm very excited for Disney+. Plus. Like, I already was planning on getting it, but everything else that they have announced, I'm like, yeah, they're getting my six ninety nine a month. They already have it. <laughs> Dude, the one problem I'm having is that they're releasing all the shows weekly. Which is, I, I don't understand why they have so many shows. Like, can you just well, run them all at once? 
the thing is, is that A, I think most of them are only going to be about six episodes, and also um, that's what DC Universe does. Maybe they're just I trying to kind of keep it. it in. You know, I, and I agree. I agree completely because the whole reason why we get these streaming services is to binge. But either way, super excited. They have a lot of content for D23, and that is amazing. Can't wait for it. But, guys, I guess we should get to what this top ten is actually about. And it is the top ten. (laughs) That, too. Um, It's the top ten worst CGI in movies. Now, I have to say that this topic did come uh, by my boyfriend, Paul McCarthy. He suggested and I was like, you know, this is a really good idea because nothing bothers me more than bad CGI, especially nowadays, because we've seen a how good, say, like Thanos in the Avengers movies look. We see how good all the Pokemon look in Detective Pikachu. So when you have that level of fantastic CGI that looks realistic enough, I don't understand then how CGI can be bad. Um, And it just, it takes, there are some points where it just, takes me out of the movie, I can be enjoying it, and then suddenly I see horrific CGI, and I don't even want to watch the movie anymore, because it's just so blatantly bad. So, that's what we're doing today, and I'm excited about it, even though I'm sure my range of voice doesn't convey that, but let's get into it, and Brittany, I'm going to start with you, with your number 10 pick for the worst CGI in movies. I'm going to go with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone because as a kid, I didn't think it was that bad. But I don't know if y'all remember watching that movie. There's the troll scene, like where the troll gets let in and they like shove the wand up its nose. And that was in the era where they were really trying to bring CGI in. And that whole thing was awful. Like y'all can look up the picture of it right now. That troll looked like, like somebody had carbon pasted like Shrek on there. I had to think of the right, like a gray Shrek and it doesn't like fit in at all. It's very weird, very out of place for something so magical where they were making everything look very realistic. And then you have the troll and you're like, I can't even be into this right now. This is just terrible. So, The thing is that, and I'm sure that I've spoken about this before, I've actually haven't, I believe I saw the first Harry Potter movie. I could not tell you what really happened except for maybe what happens in the beginning, but never really saw any of the Harry Potter movies. You're dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Um, But Ryan, have you seen Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? All right, so I'm not a diehard fan, but I've seen every single Harry Potter movie, even the Fantastic Beast movies. But uh, honestly, I don't think it's bad for, what, 2000? I didn't think it was awful going back looking at it. I mean, sure, it's it's a not great CGI, but I figure it was good for the time it was out. It just didn't age well. That's how I see it. Believe me, there's a lot more CGI messes that are just bad and not because <laughs> they just got bad over time or didn't stick up to the times. They were just bad to begin with. 
But I can I can see you just trying to shit on my franchise, my childhood franchise. I feel, dude. I feel like I'm talking to AJ right now. I feel like I'm talking to AJ. Bruh, I love Harry Potter. Let you know, I went to every midnight release after the um, which one? I'm trying to think of if it was the second or the third that I used to go to every midnight release, and then I would Ooh. read the entire book in one night. So do not even fight me on the love of Harry Potter. Harry Potter is the best one to date. Don't at me. The first one's the best, but it's okay. You can be Uh, Of course you'd say that. Basic. Basic. Listen here, basic bitch. Tia, hit him. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) I can't can't even say anything because I've never seen the Harry Potter, so I can't back anyone up. But I want to say that both of your opinions are valid. <laughs> Tia, I feel like listen Tia. here. I, I see like you in October. Listen, I'm sorry. I can't. You know, I don't know what's good or what's bad. The only thing that I know is that um, Fantastic Beast Two was terrible, from what, what everyone tells me. That's the only thing I know about uh, as far as bad Harry Potter content. But I will say, this is why I put it at number 10, because it's not the worst that it could be, but it is pretty darn bad. But it is for right, mostly a time period. This is what's going to make or break how me and you are going to decide on what we agree on tonight. Oh, Please God. you put Fantastic Beasts 1 and 2 at the lowest one Harry Potter films, like the worst ones, because I think they are the two worst Harry Potter films in the franchise. Okay, let me admit something to you. As much as I love Harry Potter and I did go to the Harry Potter amusement park, I never did see Fantastic Beasts. It just didn't interest me. I I like that answer. I like that answer. I like it. I like it. So we're we're good. We're good this podcast. Don't you worry. Yeah, see, I can't tell you if it's good or bad. I think you should see it, though, because it's really bad. (laughs) It's really bad. Kelly has seen the Fantastic Beast and she liked the first one, but she was like, I don't even know what the second one was. She was like, it was like a dumpster fire. They Dude, tried so hard to like add in the fact that Dumbledore was gay like really hard later on into the movie because mm-hmm. I guess she wanted to expand on it. So the second one, they just were like, you know what? This was his gay lover and he's evil. And you're like, oh, yay. They try to they try to dig in your brain that Grindelwald and Dumbledore just pounded each other so far and so hard in the movie. I was laughing during the movie. I remember it. I remember they were showing like a little um, uh, a scene from the past between Dumbledore and uh, Grindelwald. They were just staring at each other. I'm like, dude, they just had they just had the fattest bang session. I know it. They just had the fattest bang session. And with that, I think it's time to transition um, into the ne- Brittany. Great pick for the number ten, uh, Ryan. You, what is your what's your number nine choice? All right, I kind of wish AJ was on the podcast because this would be something we both agree on. But it's gotta <laughs> be the final fight in Black Panther, dude. It's so uh, bad. I dude, wish you were because I know disgusting. Mm-hmm. I, no, I'm sorry. I didn't like mean to interrupt you. vomited on it. It was, dude. It was just like, I mean, I get the reason why it was bad. They only supposedly they only had like six weeks to work on it before 
the film was supposed to be finished, which is, like, no time at all in graphic design and shit like that. But, like, come on. It, you, dude, it's pretty fucking nasty. Like, nothing was real in that shot. Like, not. I was... I just remember being so bad because I didn't think Marvel could disappoint me this much. And I found it even weirder that they ran into this problem in, like, one of the biggest impactful MCU films to date because it's a full African-American cast, MCU film, superhero film, really. Uh, The main hero is African-American and all that. And it has a huge story regarding the African community. And I found it really shocking that one of their biggest MCU films has, like, the one of the worst CGI's in the entire franchise. So. I'm glad that you talked about the time frame that they had to do it because I remember AJ had put that on um, Twitter, and I wanted to go to Twitter to find his uh, post, but thank you for saying that. And, th- and thank you for you and AJ pointing this out because, it was something that was so glaringly obvious to me when I first saw Black Panther. Because, I mean, as I just said, the MCU was fully capable of making Thanos look real. And so much, you know, others. Like, it was, it's good, like, in their CGI realm. So to see Black Panther, which was such a huge movie, as you said, I mean, a, such an impactful movie, and then for that last scene that's supposed to be the epic final fight, I mean, this is your final fight between the hero and the villain of the movie, and it looks really sloppy, and it looks really poorly done. And that was really shocking to me to see not only in a Marvel movie, but to see in a Marvel movie such as Black Panther. I mean, that was terrible. I was like, what am I watching right now? I mean, really, it was very bad. And when you have a movie like that, I would almost say push push back the release date. Give yourself some more time to do this properly because this is big. And I don't think that maybe a lot of people want to talk about it, but it certainly was just not good at all. And if they, and not if they are coming out with a second Black Panther in 2022. And I hope that they, they don't make the same. They, I hope they don't make the same mistakes because, you know, the costumes are good. Like one of my favorite um, costume scenes in that, uh, or CGI scenes, I guess, in that movie is when Killmonger, uh, his, you know, regular outfit transforms into his own Black Panther suit, and that was fantastic. And then, obviously, T'Challa's was really sleek-looking. And then you have that final scene where you didn't get any of that. You just got bad, cartoonish CGI that was just thrown around. So I thank you so much for putting this on this list and pointing this out. Um, Brittany, do you remember... Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you guys real quick, but so you remember when Endgame got re-released and it showed that extra like scene that was unfinished and shit like that? Mm-hmm. That unfinished scene looked almost as good as that that fight. By the way, that's how bad the CGI was in Black Panther. Was it looked like an unedited version of a scene from Endgame? 
Wow. Yeah. It, it, it was bad. It just was bad. And for such a movie like that, um, I don't think that should be in it because it is something that you can nitpick from the movie. And it was unnecessary. That fight scene could have been way better and it could have looked so much better. Um, but, Brittany, what were your thoughts about that? I mean, did that stand out to you when you were watching Black Panther or is it something that maybe you didn't initially notice? It wasn't something I initially noticed until really when AJ pointed it out. I think sometimes we're so um, conditioned to, oh, if Marvel's making something or, you know, like we feel like almost like it's intentional or that we don't really notice because we're just so taken. We're like, oh, it's a Marvel movie. And, you know, that movie was so big and had so many people praising it that it really didn't leave it open where you saw a lot of criticism for it, for the things that they may have lacked on because it was such a big moment for who it represented. So a lot of people just kind of smooth over the flaws in that movie. So I think there wasn't really anything bringing it to my attention. But now that the movie's been out for a little while, that I think people are picking it apart a little bit more and actually rewatching that scene. I was like, man, that is bad. I just didn't really know. Cause you almost feel like, Oh, it's supposed to be like that. Or, you know, Oh, this just, it's kind of like, um, I don't know if y'all watch Naruto, but there's a scene that everybody's like, Oh, that's the worst animation of the whole thing. And it was his fight with pain. And, and it's like the animation's so crazy and weird but they're like, oh, they made it that way. You're just not understanding our artistic license on it. That was almost how I felt for that situation where I was like, oh, it's just supposed to be like that. They're rewatching it and comparing it to other things. Or, you know, because it did have good CGI in there. You know, it had something to compare it to. So actually going back and watching it, you're like, oh, no, somebody done messed up. But, I mean, I understand they didn't have the proper time to finish it. Yeah, and to me, it's like with this franchise, with Marvel, they have to be on. They have to be on their best, honestly, because it's gotten so big that any little mistake, people are very um, eager to kind of point that out. They're very eager to, you know, chop it down because. People, you know, have their opinions about the MCU. People also are the type that they want to kind of find faults in something that is so popular. So when you have something like this, it's almost making it easy, you know? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I I think it's one of those things that it, people, especially when it's DC versus Marvel, People will be like, oh, you talk about RCGI, which I know this will be brought up later. It's on my list. But it's like where DC's like, oh, you talk about RCGI, but then you have this bull crap. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's your whole entire movie. Not one. <laughs> that is true. It was just one scene. It was just one scene. So, Ryan, I think that was a great um, choice to put on this list because that was bad. And which brings me to my pick, and actually it's going to be another Marvel movie because it was something, again, that... What? It stood out to me a lot. Um, I'm trying to think. You say what, but I feel like you're going to agree with me as soon as I say it, right? 
Um, there's so, there's and so many that I can't think of all of them. That's why I'm trying to think really fast. <laughs> it's not the whole movie. Okay, there was all, there was all, it I'm was so not sure, the whole I'm movie. It was, it was so it was a few scenes in it. It was a few scenes. It was not the whole movie. But Captain oh, Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel. Oh, dude, I have, fuck that movie. I hate that movie. Get out of here. Of course. Dude, the, the, like, the flames they put around her body are so stupid. I can't stand that CGI. It's so fucking stupid. Oh, I went there, off. Okay, yeah, continue to see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did not have like the visceral reaction to Captain Marvel that some people did. I don't think it's a terrible movie, but there were CGI parts in it that, again, just stood out to me so much that I was like, Marvel's better than this. I'm like, we've seen way better um, CGI from Marvel than this right now. And considering how big Captain Marvel was supposed to be and how much was kind of riding on this film, I felt like there needed to be more of an effort to make her look better. Because it's not, because Marvel has, um, a lot of Marvel is obviously CGI, but a lot of it is also practical effects. But that's not to say that we haven't seen CGI incorporated. I mean, you know, Thor Ragnarok, Thor looked great in his, uh, transition scenes where they uh where there was lightning around him and when Thor and Loki transformed from their regular outfits into their warrior outfits I guess you would say you know we've seen where you can make that look good I mean it it all looks good um you know the Iron Man suit that we saw in Infinity War was fantastic my point is you have the ability to make these costumes in their CGI forms look really good, but why wasn't that brought to the table when it came to Captain Marvel? I mean, there were some scenes, especially ones where she was in the air and she was fighting. Um, There was one where I think she was even falling, if I remember correctly, that just didn't look really good. And it, it, it really took me by surprise while I was in the theater. And that was one of the things. And if I have to say is why the reason why maybe Captain Marvel isn't higher on my list of MCU movies, well, it's because that took me out of the movie for a second. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, that CGI takes me out of the movie, and that's what it did in those few moments. So I have to put it on this list. Um, you know, there's others that are so much more worse that are on my list, and I can't wait to talk about them. But I certainly had to mention Captain Marvel, especially after Ryan mentioned Black Panther, because it is time that I guess we hold Marvel accountable when they do make mistakes. So, Ryan, I know that you have a lot to say about this, so please tell me about how bad the CGI was in some moments. So, like, first of all, I really dug her costume, like uh, the final costume, the red, gold, and whatever, blue. I really dug the costume, and I like the hairstyle she, they went with for her with the curls and shit. But when every time she was flying, they put this weird, like, gray mist around her and, like, made her hair float because she was in space and shit. And it, none of it looked natural. I'm looking at it. I'm just like, what the fuck? Is that Brie Larson's face on an alien from Men in Black? It was just so poorly yeah. done. Especially... 
don't even get me started, but like even in Endgame, when she saved Tony, and he's sitting on the the like the front of the ship, and he glows up, and then it pans to her, and her whole face is glowing. It looks so fucking weird. It looks like they just put two suns on her eyes, and contrasted the colors all the way, so you can see like the little hot spots in the sun. So it was just one big glaring light, and it was just so disgusting. I'm like. Thank God she wasn't in the rest of this film fucking flying. I mean, like I said, even in Endgame, it was all the same problems. And in Captain Marvel, it was all the same problems. And I don't know how they, I don't know why they thought it looked good. Because as you, as everyone knows, I have a lot of gripes with this film. It's like my 20th film on the MCU list, or the 19th, it's really low down there out of all the films. But like, they, I don't know if you guys saw this photo. So there was a photo going around Twitter like last week, I believe, of Brie Larson in her photo unedited from Endgame right after she lands from saving Tony. And she does that little dramatic like back turn with her head to look at the people. And in the unedited shot, she has a bit of a gut. And in the film, it's trimmed down a little bit. And I saw so many people giving her shit for that. And I'm like, bro, I honestly couldn't even tell that was CGI. I get it's a little thing, but even the littlest things are the things that pop out the most. Believe me, I'll get more into that later on in in the podcast because I've got some pretty interesting picks. But, like, come on. on. You can make a little chubby stomach look a little bit pretty flat, but you can't, like, not give this chick fucking smoke around her and make it look like she's actually glowing and not like a glow stick that some five-year-old shoved down his throat to think he can glow in the dark every night. Like, come on. Fuck, fuck Marvel for that. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Like, I loved Captain Marvel's costume. I had no problem with the costume. To me, I think that's one of the departments that Marvel absolutely excels in. Their costumes are awesome. But that CGI work was just so shoddy that I didn't understand it. Like there were so many ways where they could have made her whole entire like costume cooler. I mean, you have say, uh, what's going to call it? A few characters in the MCU who are different colors, right? Kamora's green, Nebula's blue vision was like a purplish pink. Right. And all that, yeah. All that looks completely, like, to me, it looks good. It almost looks natural. Um, and then you have shit like this that just, again, takes me out of it. And as you said, Ryan, like, first of all, that's the Internet for, like, giving, like, so much shit. Like, not everyone has, like, a completely flat stomach. That doesn't mean crap. But if they're able yeah, no. to... But if they're able to make that, you know, change and it looks fine... It's like you have the ability to make shit look better. We've seen shit look better than that. And it's the same sort of, like, just carelessness, I feel like, that they put into, say, like, that Black Panther final uh, scene. So, yeah, absolutely. It's just bothered me a lot. Um, So, Brittany, what did you think about uh, the CGI in Captain Marvel, and was it something that stood out to you? I th- like to go back on 
on the beginning of it. It's like when Captain Marvel was going to come out, I was so excited. I was like, yes, first, you know, like, full female for uh, Marvel, right, of having her own movie. And I was like, yes, this is great. I'm excited. And I relate with it. I'm like, this is going to be great. And I was very heavily disappointed. I loved her outfit and everything, but I was like, man, they literally, this is like Iron Man 2 worthy. And it made me very sad because it's, I was like, I love Captain Marvel, but I feel like you're right. They did work her up to the point where everybody's like, oh, she's going to be great. She's going to be wonderful. And it's almost like they tried too hard. And I think that went into the CGI being a problem. They tried too hard to make her look like this, like, almost like ethereal-like creature. Like, she's almost celestial on how powerful she is. But it, like, took away from it. It made her very, like, it was kind of uncanny valley where you're like, this doesn't feel like a human. And she is a human. And I don't mean to interrupt you really quick, but my two things that are coming to mind are we've seen the Doctor Strange movie and we've seen the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and all of that had some really crazy CGI obviously right and I want to say that and I want to say that like this scene in Doctor Strange with Dormammu which I'm not saying looks bad I'm just saying that for being a completely CGI scene and a completely CGI character looked so much better than what we got oh, yeah. with Captain Marvel. You're right. I think it was uh, Ryan that said that it's like it looks like somebody's face pasted onto something. It was almost robotic. It was almost. It was very like yeah. didn't fit together. And you know I love her costume. That's the whole reason. That's my cosplay for when we go to New York Comic Con. It's like I I love her costume. I love the character, but the Marvel Universe did not give her the proper. It's one of those things where I'd almost rather see it rebooted and have a retry and or at least something better with the CGI. I just did not – I don't enjoy her when she's on screen because you're right, the CGI does take it. She feels like – makes me feel like – you remember Power Rangers where things are so overacted or so, like, weirdly placed that it takes you out of it and you're just like, ah, uh, I'm getting a little post-embarrassment, like contact embarrassment. That's how I feel about that CGI, where I'm like, oh, this is this is weird. This this could have been way better. They really worked her up to be something great. And you give the first, like, you know, all-powerful female character this big movie, and then you can't – you did her dirty. Well, the thing is, is that um, – so we've now seen San Diego Comic-Con. We've now seen D23. A second Captain Marvel film has not been announced yet. So when the time comes that we get a second Captain Marvel, I hope that they certainly take their time with the CGI, make it look good, and hopefully then this was just one of those growing pains, essentially. First try, and all right, yeah, you know, you guys kind of flopped it a little, but that's okay. We'll rework it, we'll go back, and you'll make it better, because we have seen that type of redemption, and that can happen. But before I... Uh, Before we hop back over to you, Brittany, um, a code word that uh, was requested that I say during this um, podcast for one of the events that we are holding at Geek Vibes Nation, Road to 40,000. 
So anyone who's listening out there, I'm saying it for you now, keep an ear out, road to 40,000. Now, Brittany, you got the number seven slot. Oh, man, I'm looking at my list right now because I'm like, oh, which one do I want to say? But, okay, I, I know which one I want to go for. Did y'all ever watch the movie Gods of Egypt? No, it looks so bad. <laughs> I know. I watched it because I was like, uh, how do you say his name? Nicolod? Like, I looked up at it's like Coster Waldo. Oh, Nicolaj Coster Waldo. He's in that movie? Yes. Yeah, he plays the, the main, main guy. character. You and you have uh, Russell Crowe. No, Gerard Butler. You have Gerard Butler. You have like two huge names in it. That no, movie wait. is so yeah. awful. So the guy who plays Robin in Titans is even in it. Let me see. Like, I'm trying to remember who's all in it. There is, um, it has like a great cast, but terrible. Yeah, Gerard Butler, Brenton uh, Thwaites, Chadwick. You, you know, you had freaking Black Panther. You had T'Challa in there. What? He's in that? Yes. Yes. Oh, get out. I didn't I'm know that he right plays Puff. Uh, get yeah. out of here. You are straight up lying to me. Oh, right no. Now. I Look know my yourself. This movie is oh, so Oh, my bad. God. You was in it. Yeah, yes, he was. I didn't even know Chadwick was in it. No, I watched the movie because I I was like, oh, I was like, the craft is so great. Maybe I can get through the CGI. No, you have weird CGI suits coming on them. Like, this is some crazy Marvel slash DC movie where it looks like they're literally just heads pasted onto robotic suits. And, like, the plot is so convoluted that I had to look up the wiki the wiki as I was watching it to figure out what the hell I was watching. I'm telling you. And I watched it all the way through. And I don't even remember what half of it happened in it because I was so just in utter shock of how bad it was. And it was the CGI. The CGI was a huge part of it. But you had the story. You had everything else. And I feel like we focus on a lot of the other things besides the CGI. But I think it's because you know a movie's bad when they can't even, like, get... Not that it's bad, but it's, like, the lack of effort that goes into certain things. But this movie was awful. Awful, 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 awful. I feel like this movie was definitely um, set up to fail. First of all, I remember the trailers, and it just looked bad. And then also, not for nothing... Okay, so three people that you mentioned are white as hell... Playing gods of Egypt, come on, come on! Like you couldn't even, <laughs> you couldn't get anyone else. <laughs> Literally, the only person of like darker complexion or seems like they're not, comp- you know, white is Chadwick. Yeah, it's like it's literally the only person in there. You have like a Scandinavian and Scottish dude in there. But I was gonna say, I just looked up. The budget, the budget of this movie, and I, you have mm. such big names, right? The budget mm. was $140 million. The box office Jesus they got was $150.7. They only grossed like $10.7 million from this movie, which is like, and oh, that's they nothing. $10 million. That's awful. Awful, awful. 
Yeah, they made like nothing back. That's insane. Um, I never saw the movie, as I said, but Ryan, have you seen this movie? It sounded like maybe you did. It's funny. So that was the exact reason why I never saw this movie. Because I, I saw the trailers, and I'm like, dude, the CGI is just going to be way worse when I see it. Let me not. And exactly <laughs> that weekend it came out, that's all I heard about. And I'm like, Ryan, you made the best financial decision of your life. <laughs> and I would never see that movie. I don't like Gerard Butler. I don't like the Nicolaj, whatever the fuck his name is. And I'm sure as shit not seeing it if Black Panther's in it, because that's just going to ruin it for me. Uh, you know what? That's probably that's probably a smart decision. You do, don't want to see a bad movie that he was in. He's just Black Panther. Let him be Black Panther. Um, exactly. Uh, yeah. You get it. I feel the, like this should have been higher up if it per, if it, the CGI was so bad in the trailers that it made both of y'all not watch it. I just feel like it'd be one of those movies that I would only watch if, like, we were going to do something where we completely shit on it, like, for an hour straight. Like, oh, that has to be what we do. We have to do that. Sometimes, to me, I like the idea of doing something like that. But other than that, for entertainment purposes, definitely wouldn't see it. And as Ryan said, you save your money by not having seen it in theaters. No kidding. It's a decision of my life. But regardless, Brittany, I think that it's a great uh, choice to put on this list because the trailers alone were so bad that Ryan and I didn't even see it. So, you know what? Gods of Egypt, you did a shitty job and don't ever come out with a movie like this. I suffered for (laughs) y'all. It's just so... And I think, when did this movie come out? Because this wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it came out. Well, yeah, well, February twenty sixth, two thousand sixteen. Okay. Oh, two thousand. Well, fuck me. Okay. That's three years ago. They should have definitely had better CGI no, than that. It's, it's not even forgivable for that shit. And they're in the time of age where you knew better than to cast the cast that you actually did. So, I don't feel bad for them losing money at all. No, not at all. But, um, all right, so, Brittany, great choice. Uh, Ryan, what's your number six for this? All right, so I I really wanted to put this one higher, but then I realized there's a movie that's, like, ten times worse than this that I didn't even know existed, and then I remembered I watched it, like, five years ago or something. But I'm going to save that for, like, my last pick. But right now... It's going to be Justice League. I know. You're thinking, Ryan, how could CGI get worse than that? Trust me. Trust me. You, you, oh, you no. know when I say what the pick is after this. But, dude, Justice League just ripped my insides out and just ate it for dinner. When I saw Justice League, I thought Satan dropped his balls on my back and gave me sunburn from how hot it was. And just, my, it was just so bad. Dude, they even started off the movie with the worst upper lip CGI in the world. I I remember looking at that scene, and I'm like, they did not start the fucking movie this way. They did not. I I knew exactly this was the scene. Everyone had a big controversy about it. It was embarrassing. As soon as the movie started. That mustache, 
is the most expensive mustache in Hollywood history. Dude, it should be disgrace. They should play this movie in film school and say this is not this is not how you make a film. This is not how you make a film. And I don't know if you guys remember this in the trailer, but the whole fight in like Russia or wherever the hell they fought Steppenwolf was in the trailer. The whole place was like dark and gray, but in the movie, it was like all red and orange, and it just looked like a whole big green screen, and that they pushed pushed wind into the actor's face to do it. Dude, there's just so many problems with this movie. The only semi-cool visual effect was the Flash's uh, lightning bolt. And I don't mean to get off topic, but why the fuck are they still making a Flash movie? The movie was supposed uh, to come out like two uh, years ago. Dude, but I'm not going to get into that right now. I'm not going to get into them ruining my best, my favorite DC character. But, um, like, the TV shows on the CW have better CGI than this shit. Mm-hmm. This is a mm-hmm. movie that cost 200 fucking million dollars. And, and, dude, Infinity War only cost 20 million more, I believe. 20, 30 million more than this movie. And it looked 20 times, even 50 times better. This movie aggravates me so much. Because every time I watch it, I just think about how they thought this was good. And fuck the Snyder Cut. I'm so sick of everyone talking about it. Nobody cares. And Jason Momoa had to say he watched the Snyder Cut. And every little horny Zack Snyder fanboy on Twitter has said, See, it exists. It's way better than the, the one they, they did. And who thought it was a good idea to get two different visual directors to be in this movie. You have Joss Whedon, who's a very lighthearted, funny-witted director who doesn't make very dark movies. And then you have Zack Snyder, who makes these broody movies that has to do with, like, death all the time. And everything looks so somber, like it's out of a fucking novella or some shit. Dude, it, there was just so many things wrong. Because the visual visualization styles of both directors, I guarantee you the CGI artist had no idea what to make. They're like, well, you know what, fuck this. Let's just put this in there. Let's put this in there. And my dude, Stephen Wolf didn't even look rendered. My guy looked like he was straight out of a fucking coloring book. Just scribbled in gray, gray crayon. Like, my dude, come on. And now reports are like, oh, they filmed Dark Side scenes. Thank God they didn't show Dark Side. Because I didn't even want to know what that guy would look like with the CGI mm-hmm. they used for this movie. God, they they ruined a lot with that movie. But one thing they they're not gonna ruin is my dark side. Drops the mic. So Ryan, I I'm so interested in knowing what your last pick is gonna be because Justice League was definitely on my list. I'm sure it was on Britney's Mine list too. as well. This is garbage. Um, not and again, um, not gonna get I guess into the story plot of it. The CGI is absolutely terrible. As you said, Ryan, I was in the theater thinking to myself, when they first showed Superman um, with that freaking lip and everything, and I was like, this is really how they're starring the movie. Who looked at this? Who looked at the final cut and said, oh, this is a good idea. This is a great idea. This is uh, definitely how you should start um a massive movie that we're hoping will make a shit ton of money and all of this. Oh my god, it was so bad. So 100% bad. I mean, that big scene of like uh, all the Amazonians fighting up against Steppenwolf was absolute 
CGI garbage. I mean, oh I my god. I don't even think any of the actresses actually even filmed that scene. I think they just all made it with CGI. Like, it was so terrible. And then they throw in the Green Lanterns at some point, and that looked terrible. I mean, everything was so bad. Oh, don't even get me started on that weird freaking scene when um, uh, Aquaman goes into the water and meets with um, Mira. I mean, and they're kind of like, fish bubbling or something like that. Oh, so bad. It was so bad. I mean, it was absolute, like, as you said, like a cartoon pretty much. It was terrible how they did it. And people sitting there like, oh, and, and Jason Momoa just soaking the fire with the release of Snyder Cut thing. Like, did you want to see Dark Side? No, because they would have completely messed it up like they did everything else in that movie. And I'm sorry, I didn't even like the Flash's um, lightning or any of that. It was terrible. I mean, that one scene where, like, zombie Superman comes into play and they're fighting up against him, against those, like, pillars or something like that. Oh, so bad. Just so 100% bad. I mean, we could have lived with a Superman with a mustache because CGI'd Superman, disgrace. An absolute disgrace. I mean, to me, I think that this is like prime example of what you don't do with a movie. But I can talk forever. This movie cost $300 million, not even two. I got it wrong. $300 million. That's pathetic, honestly. That's and Infinity War was three twenty. What'd you say? And Infinity War was three twenty. Infinity War took three hundred twenty million to make, and Justice League was three hundred. And look how much of a difference it is. No, I know it's crazy. Like to me, Fucking I just pathetic. I can't understand how anyone looked at the final cut of this movie and thought that it looked any way decent. I mean, this was, you know, DC's answer. And I, yes, I, that, that sounds weird. And I'm sure, you know, people would come for me for saying this. Yeah, it's just a sweet thing, you know, blah, blah. I, I know that, obviously, but I'm saying cinematically, this was DC's um, answer to the Avengers. You were looking yourself to make a, you know, cinematic universe, and you made absolute garbage. And we're seeing the result of that, that all these movies that are coming out are doing everything possible to try to distance themselves from Justice League. And I'm sorry, DC in general has a really bad CGI problem because there were so many parts in Aquaman that looked terrible to me. The hair, the hair alone, like when you were talking about the Captain Marvel floaty hair, all I thought about was every scene that was in the water, like in Justice League and Aquaman. But... (laughs) Whew, this is bad. Um, Brittany, I know it was on your list, so please tell me what you thought of the terrible CGI on Justice League. There was a lot of things I had to remember, because if you'll remember, the first time I watched it, it was when you came to Arkansas, and we sat on the couch, and you went, Brittany, fair warning, this movie is awful. And we were like, let's just laugh at it. I fell asleep in the middle of the movie because it was so bad and so hard to follow, and the CGI was terrible. I think we started laughing over it. And y'all keep talking about Steppenwolf. 
I didn't even know that was in there. I didn't even know he was in there because I fell asleep halfway in because everything was so awful. And by the way, the the actor that plays the Flash, I'm sure he's great, and I hear he's a wonderful actor. I freaking hate him as the Flash. He is awful. He is completely awful. I didn't know Flash was supposed to be some emo-looking kid that's all, all odd and awkward. No, he was supposed to be fun and playful. It's like we should have brought the guy from the Flash TV show to it. And, yes, let's talk about the most expensive CGI for his mustache that nobody had a problem with. But, um, no, it was pretty awful. I remember me and the mustache. The mustache heard around the world. <laughs> yes. I don't Literally. remember you telling me. You're like, Literally. Brittany, I heard it was bad, but I didn't expect how bad it was and I did not believe Tia I was like okay I know this is awful but I remember looking at Tia like is this for real is this really their CGI because I think that was around the time we had watched Avengers too you know for um, oh Infinity Wars because that came out around the same time didn't it or am I crazy trying to remember what we had watched Infinity Wars came out like five months after uh, Justice League Okay, we I went, think what me and Tia... We went to go see Infinity War in the theater, and then we had decided to watch Justice League on TV. Yes, that's what it was. Oh, that's what, wow. I was like, why did we watch this? Like because we watched decision. Justice League so far. So I'm watching them side by side, and I looked at Tia, and I was like, is this for real? Is this actually happening? Because you, you compare the CGI, and it's like, don't get us wrong. Me and Tia, and I'm sure Ryan too, we love DC. We love their other stuff. We love Batman the Animated Series. We love all the other stuff. But their movies, I'm going <laughs> to, they, uh, they suck. I'm going to omit a word from that, from the, uh, the descriptor of how bad they suck. But they're the worst. They re- really need to scrap the whole thing and they need to fire whoever does their CGI and hire someone new because it is it is laughably bad. It is like uh, a league of extraordinary gentlemen's bad. Okay, no, no, no. Let's not talk about the league of extraordinary gentlemen. All right, like, you know, that's one of, you know that that's one of my favorite movies of I all like time. I like the movie, so. too. We watched it together, but it is an old movie. It is an old movie yes, that was yes, an old an old movie compared to Justice League that is like yes, only, only two years old. And this is what they bring to the table. Like as Ryan's first of all, Henry Cavill is probably one of the best looking men in Hollywood, right? And you managed okay. to make him look and and you managed to make him look awful. And that's how you choose to start the movie. First of all, this weird-ass, like, iPhone type of, like, video recording of him. Why did we need that to symbolize, like, oh, this is the effect that Superman's death, you know, has on the world? He was such a ray of hope and sunshine. And I'm like, you could have yeah, omitted that. Get that, that shit out of here. You could have omitted that. Shit. Can, we, can we think about at the end of Batman v Superman, what the fuck it was that, like, started shaking his coffin? Oh, I mean, I have I have all other types of thoughts about Batman versus Superman, but I did want to say um, really quick, as you said, Ryan, the CGI on 
the CW shows are better than what we saw in Justice They League. are. Not even like, joking either, they are. <laughs> ten times better. And it's ridiculous. Like, I just, I completely don't understand. And people need to stop with this, release the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut does not exist at all. It's maybe a few scenes that, you know, a few deleted scenes or even scenes that aren't even, say, um, developed because, you know, it came out recently that the, as you got, you mentioned earlier, Ryan, that the cinematographer for Justice League said that they shot some scenes with Dark Side. All they shot was a guy in a motion capture suit. Like, the cinematographer even said he believed it was Dark Seed. So, or dark side, sorry. So you didn't even have anything coherent. So you, quote-unquote, releasing the Snyder Cut would just be behind-the-scenes, undeveloped uh, moments that aren't even cohesively a movie. Zack Snyder did not complete a movie. He did not complete it at all. He, you know... uh, Reasons that we probably will never understand, you know, whether it was his personal, whether it was the studio, he became not attached to the movie anymore. And they could have brought in someone who had a similar style to Zack Snyder. I'll never understand why they decided to bring in Josh Whedon. Because at that point, it, Josh Whedon had came out with Age of Ultron. So it wasn't even like we really had faith in Josh Whedon anymore. Like, yeah, the first Avengers was great, but Age of Ultron was terrible. So it's like, why would you think at that point it was okay? Um, Yeah, but we can talk about freaking Justice League forever, but for time's sake, we're going to move on just because there's just no getting around that. I guess I, I believe that it deserves to be lower, I mean higher on the list, but I think it's a good in the middle. So great job, Justice League, at that movie. But I will take um, the next spot, and it's going to okay, this is funny. It's going to be another Marvel movie, but not from Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's going to be Venom. Oh. I'm taking Venom. What did you say? All right. I will be the first oh, one to admit. Okay, I thought no, I thought you were about to take the one I wanted. I did. I got so nervous. I'm like, oh, dear, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> I thought you chose the one I wanted. I'm like, oh my god, did she just guess on my next one was? But no, I didn't choose Venom. Thankfully, it's Venom. So I will be the first one to admit that I didn't mind this movie. I didn't think it was as terrible as some people did. I saw a lot of potential in it. It's just that. Again, one of the things that was so glaringly, obviously bad in this movie was the CGI. Oof, there were some scenes that looked so bad. I almost felt bad for Tom Hardy that he was in this because obviously he couldn't tell that that's what it was going to look like while he was filming the scenes. And I was like, dude, this is bad. This is a bad look right now. I mean... Everyone freaked out about female Venom. I thought she looked terrible. There were some scenes, I mean, granted, there were some scenes that looked cool, right? But there were some that just looked really bad, and it looked like it wasn't completed at all. 
like they didn't put in, say, the final touches. They didn't really master how Venom should look. They just kind of put it out there, and I think they thought, oh, we'll let the audience be the decision makers to see if we got the design right or not. And I think they were sitting there going, well, the first time we put Venom in a live-action capacity with Spider-Man 3, people hated, so anything has to be better than that. But it was bad, (laughs) and... And now that they, you know, Sony is back to doing its own thing, I don't know. Let's hope that they improve that CGI in Venom because the first one made a shit ton of money, so I hope they put that in a nice little reserve for when they do the second one because, again, I didn't really mind this movie. I saw where they were going with it, and I didn't mind it, but that CGI was horrific, so... That's my uh, that's my story here. And Brittany, did you find that the CGI in Venom was just not done well, or am I kind of nitpicking there? I was gonna say. Remember, I haven't got to see Venom, so whenever uh, and part of the reason I didn't was because even though you know I love Tom Hardy, which he wanted to call him Tom Holland because of all the Spider-Man drama lately, but. Uh, but Tom Hardy, it's like, you know I love that man, but I was a little thrown off by his uh, attempt at a Brooklyn accent, because even though I'm Southern, I'm still like, ah, that didn't sound right. I don't know if it's better in the movies, but in the trailer it sounded pretty bad. But, um, no, I remember you saying that, and I remember watching the trailers, I was like, man, I was like, I love this, I love Venom, but watching the CGI, I was like, man, this kind of feels cringy. This kind of feels bad. And even though I want to watch it, because I hear the story isn't half bad and that it's pretty good, and I know you said that, and you're pretty you're pretty uh, blunt whenever you don't <laughs> like something. But seeing the CGI in the trailers, I was going to say it was pretty awful. Oh, and another quick interjection. If you hear anything crazy on my end, I don't know what happened. One of the cats just decided that he had the zoomies, and he is he knocks shit over all over the house, and it was making loud noises. So if you hear it, I'm sorry. Well, first of all, we don't hear anything, so that's fine. And you should watch it because the story isn't half bad. It goes by really quickly. I mean, Paulie and I went to see it, and it was so short that I want to say we were out in under two hours. I mean, we both looked at each other and we were like, that. we were like, that was it. That was like the shortest uh, superhero movie I've ever seen in my life. But the story isn't half bad. They just need to tighten up a few things. It was the CGI that was so glaringly like horrific that it made it obvious in a way that it wasn't an MCU movie. It's like you're watching and you're like, okay, it's a Marvel movie, but it's obviously not a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie because they don't got the freaking CGI down, which, again, is funny because we have two MCU movies on this list. But um, pretty sure these were before both, if I'm uh, not mistaken. I could be wrong here. But, uh, Ryan, you saw Venom, right? Yeah, I did, and I don't feel okay. bad about it. All right, so what um, were what were your thoughts about the CGI and Venom? Am I wrong <laughs> here, 
was it okay, you know, for the fact that it is a symbiote? Am I being too nitpicky here? You tell me. This movie wasn't good. It wasn't good, but the the funny part is the only thing that really made it good for me was the banter between Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy. Because if no one knows, Tom Hardy voiced Venom, so he was pretty much talking to himself throughout the whole movie. And him dancing with himself was just, it made the movie. That's what made the movie for me. The CGI I feel like I need so to watch this bad, now. Though. You've never watched it? No. What the fuck? You should. You got you to. Should. Yeah. Uh, I, I will. I, I'll say it's not that movie. I, I probably will never watch it again unless I'm forced to. But it's definitely a good – I would definitely watch it once. But the seat, it's really weird. The seat, the CGI is not awful, but it's not good. Because it's like they took the Venom character, and then it's like in between takes, they dumped up like a whole thing of water on top of him. And he looks like he's just the slipperiest little bastard in the world. Yes. <laughs> and, and it was even worse when they introduced Riot, who is the main like symbiote villain of the movie. They made him look too much like Venom, and I had a hard time like differ- differentiating them sometimes. The only thing that really helped me was Riot like forms his arm into like a really big sword type of thing or axe, and he's maybe a little he's gray and a little less darker than Venom, but he sounds almost exactly like him. I'm actually pretty sure Tom Hardy also voiced uh, Riot, but I could be wrong. But honestly, I don't. This is a movie that doesn't need a sequel. It doesn't need Andy. Doesn't need Andy Serkis either. And it sure shit doesn't need Spider Man at this point because I really don't want them to put Spider Man in, in this Venom movie. But I know it's gonna happen. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. My one thing, Ryan, is that the only good thing about, like, say, Andy Serkis now directing the second one is that Andy Serkis has... CGI. Well, I was going to say, Andy Serkis has really good experience with motion capture suits, so maybe he will, you know, put more attention to that sort of detail because you need, at this point, Okay, first of all, you always needed Venom 2 to be good, but you especially needed Venom 2 to be good now with this whole Tom Holland thing because um, Tom Holland spoke at D23 pretty much saying, you know, he doesn't know what the future holds. He doesn't know what the future holds. It is what it is. He doesn't know what the future holds, but he knows that he is still playing Spider-Man, which means we're going to see Spider-Man in the Sony capacity. So especially now that this whole thing came out, you need Venom 2 to be good. So you need to tighten up that CGI. Um, I loved what you said, Ryan, that it looks like pretty much they just like threw a bunch of water on him because that's a perfect description. I don't know how else to describe it, the way that he looks other than the fact that he looks slippery. The whole time, he looked yeah. like something that he looked like something that you just wouldn't want to touch you because it would stick on you and you would be kind of grossed out. By it. Yeah, uh, that's a that's my opinion on it. So Venom to me just 
the CGI was not good at all. But Brittany, either way, you should definitely see Venom. Just for the story um, in general. I'm sorry. I feel like I have heartburn, guys. But um, Brittany, please uh, get the number four slot here. I am going to pick Tia's favorite movie of all. No, I'm just joking. I'm not going to pick uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But um, I will pick. Would you say? I said we would fight. We would fight. Have y'all seen I Am Legend? Yeah. I love that movie, but can we all agree that the monsters that they put in, that they decided to CGI instead, look awful? They look like weird, creepy mannequins. They do not look real. They do not look like any kind of, like, actual anything. But for me, like, I went from being like, oh, I'm terrified of the things in the dark, to you see it standing next to Will Smith, and it's like, okay, it's obviously fake. It looks like something out of, like, Call of Duty, like one of the zombies from there, like very obviously fake, very like almost ragdolly. You know what I mean? Like it, it, all I can mm-hmm. keep comparing it to is that it was like a mannequin, and it took that movie from being like, "Oh, this is so good," he thinks she's like the last surviving human. To man, those monsters are really fake. It, like it takes you out of the experience, which I think that was part of the whole point of this podcast. So it's been a really long time since I've seen I Am Legend, so I don't necessarily remember what those creatures look like so that I could even comment I'm on it. it to you. Okay, so that I can see. So in that meantime, Ryan, what, is that something that, you know, you've noticed um, or did you kind of look over that when watching I Am Legend? I don't know. The the design of the monster was never, like, really annoying because for most of the film, they're usually in the dark. So it's really not that bad. They can just, like, tone down the skin lighting and shit like that to really make it look less, like, obvious that they're CGI. But the one that was really bad was at the very end of the movie when it was looking Will Smith in the eyes, like the king monster, like the king of the monsters. He was giving, like, a stare-down to, to Will Smith's character right before he blew them up. And it, it was pretty bad, but, like, I don't know. I didn't really go to the movie to see the CGI monsters. I was more so really interested in the fact of Will Smith being a sole survivor in, like, a dystopian, or not even dystopian, like, a, a ruined New York City where he's the only person left. But yeah, I can see it's not the best CGI, but it, I guarantee you I can outbeat your CGI in, in my next pick. <laughs> I just think it's one of those things that it was fine up until the point it was dark, but it was definitely jarring whenever you're suddenly confronted with it. Once, it kind of takes you out of the experience of the scariness when you're like, oh man, those things ain't scary. Well, I'm looking at the pictures that you just sent me, and I want to say that I don't think that they're that terrible. I personally think that the robot in, like, um, iRobot was worse. Oh, that's a good one, too. That is definitely a good Uh, one. What is it with Will Smith and Moose's bad CGI? Yeah, so if we're talking about, say, like, Will Smith movies. But um, I guess I have to go back and rewatch I Am Legend. I watched it and I can, you know, it's a good movie, which I think they're, they were talks 
that there might be a second one? You guys can correct me if I'm wrong here. It's been I like think that I was since looking the first it up. one came out. What did you say, Ryan? Happened. It's been like, talked about since the first one came out. It's never going to happen. I just don't think that Will Smith has the time, honestly, to even do, say, a, uh, a Will second Smith one. died in the first one, so I don't even know how they'd bring him back for a second one. They would find a way. I wouldn't see they would find a way. I, I don't want to see a second one. <laughs> I don't Me want to neither. <laughs> but either way, I think that this is a good um, one to put on the list because it is – you know, this is the thing. We look at certain movies that, say, in the past rely so heavily on CGI that they don't age well. And it could be one of those things that 20 years from now we're going to look back on, say, like Infinity War or Endgame, and we're going to go, oh, that was so bad, you know, because CGI and technology is always evolving and it's one of the things that probably at the time it was like oh this is great for I Am Legend but now that we look back on it we're like "Mm, this didn't age very well so I still think that it belongs on this list because my uh, next pick is a pretty older movie too so good job Brittany Um, Ryan you are at number three and I shall remind you that this is actually your last tip, so I want to hear what is the piece de resistance that you've been holding out. I really want this one to be number one because it's so awful, but, like, I I know you guys will probably never think of it, but, dude, it's so bad. So my number three pick is a Marvel film, by the way. A Marvel film. I'm, I'm going to bring the tension to really high, so I'm going to, like, announce it, like, as well as possible. It's a Marvel film that's not in the MCU. Okay. Now you guys are probably thinking, Fantastic what the four? fuck? Nope. You guys will <sighs> never guess it. Okay. Is this Spider-Man Spawn. movie? No, Spawn. Have you guys ever seen, seen the 1997 live-action Spawn film? No, I haven't. I'm looking it up I, now. Okay, I want you to look up the final oh, boss fight no. on Google and look at the image. Oh. Just look at the <laughs> You're saying, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. You have to look it up. Look up Final Boss Fight oh. Spawn and go to images. He's right. This one's the worst, Tia. It is literally. Tell me when you look it up or I can send you the pictures. It's absolutely Wait, are we, are we awful. T- are we talk- I'm sorry, I'm on the, this is the first that all of us are, like, now go- going to the internet. Um, are we, ooh, oh God, are we talking about this blue guy? Like, what the hell is that? No, oh, no, no. It's, it's, it's a giant. It's a giant. Yeah. Oh, yep. is, that a, is that a, is this a 1995, like, Nintendo 64 game? Like, this is terrible. It looks like yep. something out of the Wars. It's fucking awful. It is literally the worst CGI in any movie. Oh god! I don't even. I don't think I can even describe it. I think the pictures say it all. So I'm gonna keep it short and simple. I really am. Because if anyone's seen this movie, they know how fucking awful it is. It's it's just, it, it shouldn't have never been made. 
Oh, it was so bad. That's the first time I've actually looked at the CGI, and like the other ones, it's like, okay, it's pretty bad. That one was bad. That one is really bad. Like Beast Wars, tra- Transformers Beast Wars is bad. Oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that is pretty bad. So I, I, th- I think you guys know why it's number number one. Or, well, number I three, would... technically, but number one in my head. I wish that, like, those who are listening could have an image pop up right now so that they can see it. But I'm telling you guys, take a moment right now while you're listening, if you're near a computer, to look this shit up because it's no joke. (laughs) Nintendo 64 Mario looks better than that shit. I don't think I've ever had that visceral of a reaction on this podcast. That's terrible. Like... How did this get approved? Because, like, I'm looking at the other images. I mean, they're bad, but it is 1997. But this is terrible. Like, just don't make the movie then. If you don't – see, that's the thing. Like, because I did not like Avatar, right? But I will say that James Cameron said that the reason why he waited so long is because he wanted to wait for the proper technology to to tell his story. If you don't have the proper technology to tell your story right, don't do it. And this is an example of how bad it could be. I mean, wow. They, the new Spawn movie that is coming out definitely has an advantage because you we're in, like, need the to modern see this day. Movie. Just watching it is just five times better than just looking at a still photo. Watching everything move is just magnificent. In the worst way possible. Tia, this needs to go on our list. <laughs> this is so bad. Like, I know that those who are re- uh, who are listening are probably like, okay, what are these assholes even talking about? But it, you can't I'm even describe it. If if I have to describe it, this is how I have to describe it. I am describing it as a like Nintendo sixty four or you know any uh, or like a PS one. Oh, Tekken. Think the first Tekken Tekken game for PS1. And I'm sure there's some like kids who are like, I don't even know what a PS1 is. It's the first PlayStation. And they always didn't look like this is back in the day where Lara Croft had like triangles for boobs. Um, It's that bad. Uh, And it's to that level. It's to that level of animation. It's so bad. Wow. Wow, Ryan. But you know what? I understand now why Justice League was number six and this is number three. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. You're welcome, guys. Brittany, You're welcome. You and, you and I, Brittany, have really big shoes to fill considering that this was even put on the list because I don't know how we can top that. I have a question for you, okay. Ryan. What what do you think about the fact that they are planning to make another Spawn movie? And do you actually think it's going to happen? Because they've been talking about it for a long time happen. now. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm excited if it does. Because this, this Spawn, the 1995 one, is one of those movies that it's so bad it's good to me. Like, I enjoy watching this movie so much because of how ridiculous it is and how awful it looks. That it's actually an enjoyable movie. 
for all the wrong reasons. Those movies are actually pretty great. This should have been on the list for guilty pleasure movies just because it sounds like this is definitely a guilty pleasure of yours. You guys should definitely watch it, though. Just to, like, experience it. We're going to get drunk, and we're going to watch this freaking movie. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) Uh, I seriously don't know how I'm going to top that at all. It actually is giving me a little bit of anxiety to even think about it, Um, just because I can't get over just looking at the images and just really wanting to know why this movie was made and why they thought that this was a good idea. I mean, this must have been, like, an animator's first time um, ever, like, doing this. It was their first time ever getting in front of a computer. It's bad, right? It's bad. Oh, no. You're welcome. You're welcome for having that in your head, by the way. All right, so I am going to, gosh, I'm I'm going to take the number two spot, and mine is kind of a double-sided one. So I'm going to pick one movie, right, because it leads into the other movie. And I know that's probably not fair, but you'll understand, hopefully, once I say it. So I t- I'm picking the movie, right, okay. The Mummy Returns which was the second Mummy movie, which was a great movie. I love the first two Mummy movies with uh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, no. uh, Yes, yes, that's exactly it. When Dwayne Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, comes out and he is the Scorpion King, it is, (laughs) to me, I mean, before I saw what Ryan picked, but to me, the worst CGI I have ever seen. Um, it was, uh, I just showed it, be- it's actually the um, cover photo for this podcast tonight because I thought it was oh so bad. And, and it's just like, because the movie, yes, it was made, um, let me even see when the hell this was made, uh, in 2001, right? So obviously CGI is not that great, but to me they use a lot of practical effects the set scenes were pretty good. I didn't see, like, you know, nothing really was so off about it until the end when they bring in the Scorpion King. And it is so bad. It's so bad. So and, then, and what's crazy is that this movie then spawned a spin-off movie with just the Scorpion King, which has to be probably the one of the worst movies I've ever watched. And I, at that point, thought to myself, okay, The Rock needs to stick to wrestling. He's never going to have a career in acting, which <laughs> all these years later, he's like one of the biggest movie stars of all time. But if you would have... He put a spell on America. But if you would have asked me, and you should have asked me, because I thought this way back then, when I saw The Scorpion King... I was, and the acting was so terrible, and the CGI was so terrible, I was like, no way did this guy ever have a career in acting. He should just go back to wrestling and leave it at that. And just how they chose to make him look at the end of The Mummy Returns. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it, it's laughable. It was jarring. It was like, holy shit, what's coming at me right now? And not in, like, a good way. It was 
just the CGI. Brittany, I'll send you a picture because no, I, it was on my list because even though I hadn't seen the Whoa. movie, I had always heard that the CGI was terrible. When he was like a Wait, weird half scorpion it? thing. You've never seen the Mummy you've Returns. You've never you were... seen the Mummy Returns. Okay. Okay. Oh I have seen it partially. Back when I was itty bitty, because I don't know when this movie came out. What year did this come out? It was two thousand one. Um, I think I I was like six. No, I was. Hey, seven. You okay, but there's been like plenty of years, and Ryan is younger than you, and he's I seen this movie, so no. It. I just never had an interest to see it. Brittany, you got out of your parents' house at the age of nineteen. You. Had time to watch this movie. It was great. It was not bad. Time to watch awful movies. Uh, no, no, no. I, I will correct you. The Mummy Returns is not an awful movie. The way they depicted the Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns is awful, and then the spin-off movie Scorpion King was awful. But The Mummy Returns is in no way an awful movie. Um, well, we can so put it on the list of things we need to watch together. Brendan Fraser was in his prime during the first two Mummy movies. But, Ryan, tell me, how bad was that CGI in the end of Mummy Returns? So it looks like they, they took the Dwayne Johnson, they took, his, they took his body, they wrapped him up in plastic, and then they decided to pour lubricant all over him at Whoa. the same time. And just, like, smear it all over him and shine the brightest fucking light on him. And then they filmed it. He looked That's like what it looked clay. like. He looked like clay. That's how he it had was no so facial bad. movements. No, not at all. There was none. It was so bad. Like, how that warranted a spin-off movie is beyond me just because And they made like three no, more after that spin off movie too. No, I know, but like none of them did the third one have Brendan Fraser in it? I think it did. The third one did. Yes it did. But then they had a weird fourth one that came out recently with Tom Cruise, which I'm like, who asked for this? Nobody. <laughs> with the the most failed like launch franchise in history, the DC monster un- or the, uh, the, the 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 monster universe. Like, nah, yeah, dude, one film in, they already canceled the plans. <laughs> yeah, no, which I heard that there's plans to start that back up again because an Invisible Man movie is being uh, done by Blumhouse, which I, I'm actually interested. In. I feel like now we can actually. I feel like now with the actors that we have and the way movies are going now, we can accomplish an actual monster verse, but no way was it possible back then. Back then was only 2017. We sound like it was 20 years ago. <laughs> Wait, it was 2017 when that came out? Why did yeah. you so... Really? Yeah. <laughs> Tears and disbelief. That's bad. That I'm is in, bad, Tia. You know, you know what it is? I don't like Tom Cruise, right? So when you say I that you're like brain, him in Fast and the... Not Fast and the Furious. Mission Impossible. Sorry. Wait, <laughs> I'm just saying, when you, when, you say, when you say that you're bringing back the mummy, 
you know, to me, I'm like, okay, Brendan Fraser, cool. And then they're like, but Tom Cruise is in it. I'm like, why the hell do I give a shit about this movie? No kidding. You know, that's just my personal opinion. But, God, I have to put Scorpion King on here. As soon as I thought about that CGI, I was like, I will never be able to forgive this actual movie. So um, that is my number two. And we are down to the number one. And as usual, I will uh, just kind of go down the list of what we've uh, been going through for the top ten worst CGI in movies. So number ten is Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone. Number nine is Black Panther. Number eight is Captain Marvel. Number seven is Gods of Egypt. Number six is Justice League. Number five is Venom. Number four is I Am Legend. Number three is the, and I believe I saw it was 1997 Spawn. And mine is The Mummy Returns slash Scorpion King. Now, Brittany, you have the honors of getting the number one. And I don't know how you're going to be able to top things like Justice League, Spawn, and Scorpion King. But good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, actually, it's like I I started to panic, too, because I actually had ran out because I was like some of mine had gotten taken. So it was like, and I had like picked like five of them. So I was sitting there panicking. And I remembered one was awful CGI. And that was, uh, do y'all remember the Scooby-Doo movie that they made? The live action one? There's like one? five of them. There's like five live action movies they've made. The first one. Like the, oh, the, the, the one directed by James Gunn? Yeah, I love that one. The the one where they're like on the island and they're, everybody's getting Yeah, that was directed by James Gunn. Or no, it was written yes. by James Gunn. That was written I by love James that Gunn. movie too. But can we agree that it has that early 2000s, like, CGI awfulness that it looks like someone, I think that's why I love it, though. Oh, my God. That's why I love it. Have you watched it? I think that's a no. I'm sorry. I I had myself on mute. No, I haven't watched it. (laughs) You're going to have to look up the pictures, but... It is it is a movie that I am fond of, and I have watched a million times. But looking back at it, of like the CGI was awful, the monsters were awful. The movie itself was great, it had great jokes in it, and I loved that the whole thing that it was actually Scrappy Doo was the villain. Which spoiler alert, but that movie is effing old. So if you haven't seen it, that's on you. And Scrappy Doo is always the worst character, but I love the movie. But the CGI is awful because it was in that weird point where people are trying to bring CGI into things to make things cheaper, but it just does not work. See, that's the thing is that, like, I never watched any of the live-action Scooby-Doo's because they all look terrible, and I thought that, like, the animated movies were good enough. Like, I love yes. some of those. I love some of those anime movies, and to me, I'm like nothing can be better. And it almost works in a um, an animated medium because their outfits are all from like the 70s, right? And each time yeah. we've seen, and each time we've seen it adapted into live action, it just looks terrible, and it looks cheesy, and it looks like costumey. 
which I have to say, by the way, really quick interjection. They have been doing, like, a Scooby-Doo. They had a Scooby-Doo run in the comics that was kind of like a darker version of Scooby-Doo, and it was, like, effing awesome. I got to read a few of them, and I was like, this is really freaking good. If this is how you adapted a Scooby-Doo story, they should adapt this and not that corny, cheesy thing because it just doesn't work in a live-action capacity. But that's my opinion on it. Um, apparently, Ryan has seen the movie that you're talking about. So do you agree, Ryan, with the CGI problem? Of course, but, dude, that's what makes the movie so fucking great is because it seems so unbelievably bad that it makes it quite believable. I was going to say, Tia, I sent you a couple of pictures from it. I just... I just saw, and that, that's my problem. This is my problem. The whole thing revolves around a dog who can talk. So obviously you're going to have to CGI that shit, and it just ends up always looking bad. And I'm sorry, I hate, I hate that actor who plays uh, Shaggy. Who plays Shaggy? I don't know, I've seen him. He was in, um, oh, God, was it Scream or was it the first scary movie? Which one was it though? Was it Scream or was it the first the, scary movie? The first one. The very first Scream. He played uh, yes. Matthew Lillard, I think his name is. Yes. Yes, because yes, I'm looking at him. He looks nothing like that. He looks like a badass now. Please. Oh my Are god. You... I don't know. Anything I ever saw that guy in, I just didn't enjoy. So as soon as I, and I, for some reason, even though I've never seen the Scooby-Doo movies, I cannot disassociate him with those movies. I just can't. I I, I agree. I just, it's like, it's, it's kind of like, for me, Scooby-Doo is like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is to you, Tia, where it's like, movie's great, love it. You know, it, it's near and dear. But that fucking CGI is awful. Yeah, it's it just to me, I hate, like, the whole animated frickin' like, dog thing. Maybe they'd be able to do it better now because we saw what... um. Lion King was able to do in making shit like hyper uh, hyper realistic, but also could then look like Sonic. <laughs> oh no, Sonic's gonna be on our list next. Oh my god, Ow! Sonic should be on the Sonic. Sonic should be on this list just from the trailer alone. We don't even oh, yeah, we don't even need the movie. <laughs> We don't need the movie. That trailer was horrific. And then they're like, oh, we're going to go back and we're going to redo it. And it's like, yeah, you should. Why did you put this out? Like, so bad looking. Oh. Yeah, it's just like, dude, it's like, how did, how did that? I, I'm amazed when I see movies and they actually made it past, like, the decision board because why did you think that anyone actually really wanted a Sonic movie? Am I am I wrong with this to you guys? Right? They waited like, pretty wanted. long. Nobody wanted a Sonic movie. Absolutely nobody. <laughs> no one wanted this movie. And then you don't even make it look good. Like, um, 
why did we need him to have fur? That we did. Or giant, or like fucking weird ass teeth. Oh, those teeth are horrible. Oh, the teeth. The weird. <laughs> have you ever seen those like stuffed animals, like uh, for dentists, where they have the teeth in them? Yes. It's like that. It's just so bad. I just don't understand it. And I don't even think that them going in and spending now even more money to redo the CGI is even going to make a difference. I don't either. I feel like it's like they've already spent that money. And it's like, uh, I think they're trying too hard. I think they should cut their losses. But I guess, you know, obviously they have to pay... uh, Oh, Jim Carrey. You know, there's people they have to pay, but golly, it's bad. It's so bad. Um, But, guys, we finished the list, and obviously it's time for the honorable mentions. Now, Brittany, I know that you said that you kind of ran out because a few of the things that were on the list already were on your list. But, Ryan, do you have any, um, you know, honorable mentions that you kind of want to throw out right now? How can we forget about the Matrix Reloaded? Like the fuck? No, we're not. We're not forgetting oh, about no. that. It was originally on my list. I was gonna have that at number six, but then I forgot about. Then I remembered Spawn, Spawn and I'm like, dude, there's no way I can ha- not have Justice League and Spawn in this list. And Black, dude, Matrix Reloaded. With I don't like the Matrix movies. I think I'm the only person who doesn't like the Matrix movies either. I just don't think they're entertaining. And the fourth one, just I'm like, okay, cool. This is literally just to make a few fucking dollars. Yeah. I mean, that the first one was good. I liked the first one, but you know, they just announced that they're coming out with another. You know, they're coming out with the fourth Matrix movie, and I'm like, this is just to capitalize on the fact that. Everyone it's just capitalizing on the fact that obviously Keanu Reeves is like huge again right now. Absolutely, you know, and the fact that like we don't have Keanu Reeves in a Marvel movie is honestly a little um disappointing, I wanna say. The internet's boyfriend. (laughs) Have you seen Uh, that? No, no I haven't. Uh, okay, back when Jennifer Lawrence was big for the internet, they called her the internet's girlfriend because people were so obsessed with her. So when Keanu Reeves got really big, they started calling him the internet's boyfriend because everybody has such a hard on for him. Oh Dude, God. I know Keanu. Which is uh, well deserved with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um. I guess for honorable mentions for myself, um, and you guys know that I did, in fact, really like Suicide Squad, but anytime the Enchantress was, like, on oh, screen, no. it was, uh, especially when she, like, made her, like, boyfriend, not her boyfriend, wow, her brother into, like, or, like, I don't know what the hell that scene even was. It was bad. Yes, it was. It, it was very bad, and we watched it together. It, it It's like the movie was great, but you're kind of like, did we need the Enchantress? Was that really necessary? 
we did not need the Enchantress at all. Like, I really hope that nothing about her is in James Dunn's Suicide Squad because she was completely unnecessary. Oh, and I also wanted to put out there, um, remember Brittany Skyscraper? No, shut up. We don't talk about that. I'm done. <laughs> I'm hopping off the podcast. No. No. <laughs> no. It was awful. It was awful. We literally thought th- sat there for Pablo, and that movie was awful. Yeah, no, it was absolutely horrific. Um, I'm sorry that for that kind of, like, pause and everything, Ryan had to hop off. So I thought that I was, like, waiting for him to, like, respond. And then he me didn't. Too, and me like, too, me too. And I was like, what's going on here? Um, but he did message me that he had to hop off. Um, but, yeah, Skyscraper was absolutely horrific <laughs> in general. But then the CGI just made it ten times worse. No kidding. Like, uh, it was just like where you want to enjoy it. It does take you out of, like, the immersive experience when you're like, oh, here's something to throw in that it's obviously fake. And you're like, gee, thanks. Well, you know, the thing is just, it's like maybe I'm just being too nitpicky, but it really just takes me out of my element when I see something that has bad CGI because I don't, in that point, I feel like then just don't put it in the movie, right? Like, if you can't yeah. accomplish it. And it's bad when you have some TV shows that have better CGI than some movies out there, right? Uh, which it's, not it's, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, a lot of professors will only, they'll, won't really put a word limit on what they're doing for a paper because they say, oh, you're you're liable to actually talk yourself out of a good grade because you'll try to get to the word limit so badly that you start throwing junk in and it just doesn't work out. And you could take something great that could be short that gets termed terrible, so you're just better off, you know, doing it. And I feel like that's how movies are where they try to, like, make it longer or make it more in-depth, and it's like, no, you just made it worse trying to do this. You should have just left it out. We would have been happy. Well, exactly. Again, and, like, with the case of Suicide Squad, I know that people want to rag on that movie day and night, but to me, I like the movie. I didn't see a whole lot wrong with it except for the Enchantress part. And DC just has this thing that they don't know how to do. They don't know how to do CGI right. Like, they don't have the budget, I guess, for it. Maybe they are hiring the wrong people. But in a way, they should just start, like, trying to hire some of Marvel's people to make up for Uh, it. But they're like, we're too expensive now. We show we've done good work. Look at our resume. (laughs) And I guess, like, if I'm coming up with, say, a little bit of a controversial pick as an honorable mention, and this is weird, me saying this, because I loved the movie. And the sequence was good, but it obviously wasn't real. Okay. The, The big illusion sequence in Far From Home. 
Oh, 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 um, are you talking about with, um, with Mysterio in the big building? When he, like, sends Spider-Man in that big illusion trip where he starts seeing, like, you know, zombie Tony and everything yes, like yes. that. Yes, yes. Yeah, it, it and, was, like, where it was a little off. Yeah, and it wasn't so bad. That's why I say, like, it's a little controversial. It's definitely an honorable mention. It in no way belongs on the list because it wasn't bad. It wasn't like it's bad yeah. CGI. It was just obvious CGI. It was very, and I know that they were probably playing on that, but it was like took you almost out of it in the sense of you're like, okay, this is obviously fake before you didn't know what was real and what was fake compared to what you would see in it. And that was like, oh, hey, this is very obviously not real. Right. And again, it's no shade on the movie because I loved Far From Home and I loved Jake Gyllenhaal's performance. And that uh, illusion sequence was absolutely perfect in the sense that it completely was a mind fuck. But it definitely was just very obvious that there probably wasn't a whole lot of, like, say, practical effects there. And it was most likely just made in, in a computer screen and no one really acted it out. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Where it was, uh, it wasn't, like, I love that scene, and I know you love it, too, where it's like, oh, man, you know, it is, like, really messed up how he has to see Tony, but you're also like, ah, uh, guess a little better. Because to me, like, the best movies are the ones that don't rely really at all with CGI, um, and it's kind of funny, like, uh, the upcoming Joker movie. You you know about the upcoming Joker movie with yeah, Joaquin uh, Phoenix, right? Yes, yes, because I actually really want to see that, and I love that they're taking almost like a, I don't want to say, it's almost like, I, I don't know who's directing it, so I don't want it to be silly, but... Uh, Martin Scorsese. Oh, okay, good. I was like, almost like the Christopher Nolan take on it, where it's more serious. And not so Water. like oh campy. It seems like maybe it could win an Oscar. Maybe it could win this or that. Like it's very, um, it's it has a different feel to it. It feels like it's not even the Joker, but like a mature Joker. Does that make sense? Which if Joaquin Phoenix wins an Oscar for the Joker, not only will he be the second Joker to win an Oscar. But it'll be for a portrayal of the Joker that is more so, say, like, in a more realistic sense. You know, because we've yeah. seen with, like, Jack Nicholson and Jared Leto, you know, trying to take maybe a more, like, comic book um, take on it. And with Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix, it seems like they're, you know, people are mad initially because they're like, oh, you know, they're straying away from the comics, but then they see their performances, and it's like you don't even care because it's just I, so good because they're not restricting themselves. I think it's like it's more human. It's more believable, and that makes it scarier. It's because a lot of times with the Joker, he's so mysterious, and there's no there's no give in it. it you know what I mean? There's no, there's no uh, movement. There's no playroom with him. And people will just set it in the straight and narrow. Because even though Heath Ledger did a great job, 
you know, the Joker's always been crazy, emotionless, unsympathetic, no mercy. But in this, it feels like he's more human, like a human just losing it a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, and that's what they're trying to accomplish with this. I mean, the um, they said that uh, they're not looking at all to even try to, um, what you would call it, Oh my god, what am I talking about? That they're not even trying to like be comic book accurate. Like they didn't even read a comic for this movie. Um, which is, you know, probably going to be a little controversial and piss some people off. But to me I'm like, I think that's actually great. I'm like to me oh, yeah. that's great. Um I should correct myself. It feels like a Martin Scorsese film, but it actually is not directed by Martin Scorsese, it's directed by Todd Phillips. Um, I didn't want anyone listening <laughs> to this thing. For you. It, but that's the thing is that it feels like a Martin Scorsese film. But my whole point for even bringing this movie up is that they said there is absolutely no green screen at all. Everything was filmed on like location or on a set or something. Nothing was green screened in. There's no CGI in this movie, and it's like I like that. I like that a Me lot. Me too. And the thing is, is that they can, so it's like, all right, you have movies like Captain America, The Winter Soldier, which, you know, didn't rely heavily on that shit. It just relied on the costumes, the characters, and all of that. And that's what I like, and that's my spiel for it. <laughs> <laughs> No, you have you got me even more excited for this movie because the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, man, that's going to be a very good like sit down and enjoy. No, it, it you know it's like I love hero movies as much as anybody else, but you almost need a break from it. You also you need something a little more realistic. You need something you can relate with, and I think that's definitely going to be it. Exactly, and. I know that another movie that you and I are excited about, um, and that is the upcoming Black Widow movie. Girl, if I do not see a trailer soon, I'm literally going to lose my mind. So, like, the reason I'm stuttering for a second is because I got really excited because when I look up when the Joker (laughs) comes out, it comes out the day after I come and see you. So it's like, it took me back. I was like, we can go watch it together. And that's why I started for a second. But no, I want to see the Black Widow movie so bad. I can't hardly stand it. Like, I keep, I want a trailer. I want to see, um, oh, I can't think of his name right now. I want to see him in the suit. David Harbour. Yes, I want to see him in the suit. Well, so the thing is, like, with the Black Widow movie is, you know, I'm sure that not a lot of people are going to have as much eyes on it with other Marvel films, A, because, um, you know, Black Widow is dead. And also, people are not the biggest fans of Scarlett Johansson, which is fair. I understand and respect that. But to me, it's like it's going to be a spy film they're going to have, it's going to be more akin to The Winter Soldier, which is still my favorite Marvel movie to date. Um, It ties with Endgame. And the fact that you have this whole, like, secret agent, spy, um, Soviet Russia type thing, like, I'm just so pumped for it. And it actually has 
like a lower budget than say most movies in the MCU. And that's because they're not going to be relying on like crazy super special effects because in general, none of them really have powers except for say like David Harbour's Red Guardian, who is a super soldier similar to Captain America, but there's no one like Thor. There's no one like Captain Marvel in it. So we don't have to worry about, you know, having to like be boggled down by that. It's just the story and the actors. And it's like in the choreography too, which I know is going to be amazing, Mm -hmm. especially with those type of heroes where they're not super powered. Well, the thing is, is that I've always loved how they chose to have Black Widow fight. For some reason, I just really like the style that they chose to have her in, in every movie, like from first seeing her in Iron Man 2. So if you're telling me that you're going to have a movie full of other Black Widows who are probably going to fight very similar, and you have a villain like Taskmaster coming in, who essentially his whole thing is um, copying someone's fighting style, that's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. I'm not ready to wait until next year for this movie. May 2020. I'm telling you, if somebody said, hey, I'll let you see it early, but you have to give us one of your kidneys, I would highly consider it. (laughs) That's that's intense, man. That's intense there. Uh, I know. Um, Marvel, hit me up. I want to see it. (laughs) But, um, Brittany, I think that we did an amazing job uh, breaking down the top ten worst CGI in movies. I'm sure that there's plenty of others. DC is going to come out with a new movie that yeah, we're going to... Yeah. Oh, I mentioned Aquaman earlier, right? Yes, I think I did. Like, you, did you see Aquaman? Yes, I saw Aquaman, because even though I enjoyed the movie, it was so campy and corny, and that CGI was terrible. You're right about the floating hair. Like, I guess they're underwater, but it wasn't cute like The Little Mermaid. It was just, like, too much. Too much. Oh, like, what they did to Dolph Lundgren was, like, criminal with that hair. I was, like, it, it looked like, seriously, they just superimposed it on his head. Um, it was so bad, the CGI in Aquaman, and it was a good movie. There was some, like, really good storytelling there. As you said, there was a lot of campy scenes and ones that, there was a lot of scenes that were completely unnecessary for the movie that made it kind of, like, a little all over the place, not nearly as bad as, say, like, Justice League. Um, But, yeah, DC just has a bad CGI problem, and there's definitely going to be a DC fanboy listening to this going, F you guys, but then it's like, all right, fine, you know, I'm not trying to ride on DC, I'm not saying that your characters are terrible, like, I'm pretty sure Brittany can back me up. I'm pretty sure Brittany can back me up, we grew up on DC characters, I did not grow up on Marvel characters, so... You're talking to someone who really does love Batman. I'm just pissed at the direction that your movies are going in. No, they they really are awful, and I wish they would just hire better. Because like, the actors are great for it. I don't think it's anything with the actors. I just think it's really like the direction that they give them for it. 
Exactly, exactly. But before I dig myself an even bigger hole and make it, uh, more people pissed off at my stance on DC, Brittany, tell us where we can find you and what you have going on next for you. I'm going to say you can find me at Brittany underscore Hegel at Twitter and Instagram. And uh, really excited because me and Tia will be going to New York Comic Con. We'll take pictures, hopefully do a few important things and get things done. But keep in touch with us. That will be in October. Um, I will be going to the Comic Con in Arkansas, which is called Arkansas Comic Con. So maybe we'll have some material coming up from that event. Absolutely. And please, guys, if you're listening, um, visit geekvibesnation.com or our social media, which is on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I had two recent interviews that were so exciting. I first spoke with Leanna Ramirez, who is campaigning to be Kate Bishop. Um, she has not had any talks with Marvel yet, but she has a fantastic energy and she has been training actually with choreographers um, who have actually worked on Marvel movies in the past because she really wants this role, and I have to tell you that I think she's perfect for it. So please check out that interview, and also please check out my interview with Nathan Mitchell, who plays Black Noir on Amazon's The Boys. And if you have followed me on any social media accounts or listened to any of my podcasts, since the first season hit Amazon Prime, I love this show. <laughs> but, and, they are certainly, and they are certainly a show that does not disappoint with their, uh, with their anything, really. I know that we did a, uh, a review show where AJ was um, kind of harping on the costumes, saying that they were a little cosplay-ish, um, but I believe that is the point. Honestly, yes. they're supposed to be they're supposed to be commentary on big uh, superheroes like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and all that. But yes, please go check out those interviews, and you can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram. CFAB got lots of awesome stuff coming up, um, and as Bernie said, we got New York Comic Con in just two months, and that's going to be freaking amazing. So I can't wait. Make sure that you stay tuned tomorrow for Geek Vibes Live. Yesterday we had Geeks Against the Brain, which is a shit ton of fun. Um, Monday Suck with Dane, um, Full Court Press with Nick, and everything else in between during the week. We got a lot of stuff for you, but thank you, Brittany. Thanks, Ryan, um, even though he's not here right now. So <laughs> some, he has some really great picks this one. So thanks, everyone, for joining, and thanks for listening in, and have a good night. Have a great night.